You're now listening to, you're now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, where we discuss everything erotic and fascinating in the wonderful world of the high-end call girl. Now, here are your hosts, Chantel Etoile and Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, welcome to episode 39 and the last episode of 2018 of the Sexy Escort Guide. I am your host, Chantelle Etoile, and joining me as always is my co-host, the exotic Vivian. Hello everyone, the year has come to an end. It has. Yes. It has been an amazing year, huh? It has, it has. I mean, we started this show in February, and here we are with 39 episodes. 39, my goodness. Time flies. Time it does. Flies when you're having fun. Any, you know, New Year uh, resolution you want to share? Um. Oh, my God. Like, I have a whole list of <laughs> things that I want to do for the New Year. <laughs> but um, let's talk about that as in the What's New With Us. First, give us your reason for... Uh, another advantage of hiring companions well the holiday and winter season can be cold and lonely for some men granted in miami we don't have winter what's winter (laughs) uh but companions are here for you and will gladly bring you warmth and keep loneliness at bay not to mention we're great dates for all your company friends family holiday parties and of course guys you can fly us to you in whatever cold climate you are i have my fur coat ready to go you know and my boots i have winter clothes it's true. We have no winter here, but I have all the winter clothes. So it's true. And I see you, and we'll keep and you I've, warm. Uh, I've never seen snow, so that would be fun to what see. Do you snow. mean you've never seen snow? Snow? I've never seen it. How? Because I've never gone up north when it snowed. What do you mean? But, how? Well, you've seen it on TV. I that doesn't count. I mean, that's oh, also Lord. that's also like saying that I've seen snow coming out of the machine. Like it's not the same thing. Well, in, in Miami, they do the fake snow. That's actually always funny. <laughs> yeah, it's fake snow. So I've never seen real snow in person, I should say. I've That's never, crazy. I've never held a snowball in my hand. So if That's... anybody would like to, if anybody would like me to keep you warm, I am a little baby furnace. So uh, I, my body, I throw off so much body heat. It's crazy. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. That's why I'm always cold because my body th- gives away all of my heat. But anyway, so Vivian, what is new with you? Okay. Um, so like many others before me, I have finally decided to hire an assistant. I told myself I would only do this out of absolute necessity, but my plate is starting to get really full and it now makes sense to hire one. Yes. Her name is Anne-Marie. She's currently being trained and I will officially be um, having her handle all of my appointments starting January 1st, 2019. The email for future bookings starting next year will be booking at exoticvivian.com. I'm actually also going to be blogging about this. Um, of course, for all my regular clients, you can just shoot me a text or email as usual, and we can plan a meeting. Anne-Marie is only for new clients, and guys, if we've never met, do not email me personally, excuse me, next year trying to book an appointment because I'll just forward your inquiry to Anne-Marie. So there's that. And we finally have a release date for our ebook. It's going it's going to be on our one-year anniversary, February 28, 2019. Yay! I love and, it. And we've gotten some ladies saying that they would love to read it in print as well. So if you're interested in purchasing a hard copy of the book, email us. If we get enough emails, we will also release a print version. But for mm-hmm. now, 
it's, it's only going to be, be an e version, which yes. you can purchase from us directly, and we will probably sell it on Amazon as well. Uh, we might even have a small book release signing meet and greet, so stay tuned for more details. And did you have any fun goals other than your new assistant? Did you have any uh, 2018 goals that you wanted to share? Uh, just crushing real estate, you know, acquiring some more rental properties, and of course my golf, and maybe more freestyling too. And I, I also I also want to book more um, international travel dates. Yes. Yeah. All all of the above. Loves it. Loves it. Yes. What about you? What's new with you? Okay. So Vivian and I were both actually talking about the assistant thing. Um, I have not selected mine yet. I'm trying to see what works with my lifestyle, but I will too also be having an assistant. I didn't want to do that because I know the emails are like really personal and stuff, but um, as we get busier with the show, trying to add more content and add more things to the show, it just it just makes sense. Um, it's yeah. hard for me. And to... that's in my personal life too, as I'm sure with you. Right, and there's our... a lot going on. Well, our personal lives. I mean, you know, obviously, like we tell every lady, you should always have don't have all your eggs in one basket. And so it's not that there's anything wrong with being a full time companion, but as we saw with 2018. Uh, FOSTA hit the industry really hard. So mm -hmm. while you're while you're having downtime and instead of, you know, crying about how you're not getting bookings, this was a good time for you to venture out and do things outside of this world. Yep. Just to, just to secure your own future. There's nothing secure wrong. your future, secure, secure the, the bags. bags. There's nothing wrong with being a full-time companion. I still consider myself a full-time companion, but I do have side projects. Um, and then just other things just within the community that I'm trying, I have goals that I'm trying to reach for 2019. Um, some of them I can't announce publicly because, um, you know, things can get ruined when you do it that way. Um, so mm -hmm. yes, I, when I decide on my, um, on my assistant, I will be announcing that as well. Um, but that probably won't be until on the show until the next episode, which would be in the new year, but I'll announce it on Twitter, of course. Mm -hmm. um, as far as my 2019 goals, um, I just want to be more a more successful companion. I want more fly me to use. I want to travel internationally. Um, I want to see the world and I want to really connect on a deeper level with my already existing clients and, you know, the new ones that I meet, I would like them to become, you know, long-term friends as well. So, so many awesome things happening in 2019, yeah. you guys. Um, and, and obviously for the show, we've been discussing a lot of things uh, to make the show more exciting, um, like having video episodes. We're in talks about that and how we're going to work out the logistics of that because, of course, we're we are not together all the time. So it is really exciting. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so funny things Kleina Companion has said. <laughs> okay, so kind of like on last week's episode where we discussed uh, the 12 things that you shouldn't do. Um, let's also think about this, guys. Don't ask a companion to work on a holiday and not offer her more. If you really think that I'm going to, like, I know that, like, a one-hour, 90-minute appointment doesn't seem like that much work to you, but don't forget that we have a lot of, like, preparing before we get to the date and then after the date. So even a one-hour appointment could still be four hours of our day, okay? If you're asking a companion to join you on a holiday, 
make sure it's worth her while. Don't ask a companion to join you for a movie on Christmas and then try to just book her for one hour. I mean, come on. On Christmas, you guys want her to be away from her family and then you only want to book her for like her bare minimum? That's really, really rude. Don't just don't do it. Not only are you like and even if you were a previous client, like that's now you're going to have like a sour taste in my mouth because you asked me to leave my family because I get it. You guys, some of you travel or some of you live in the area and you don't have any family in the area. We get the holidays can be lonely. But on that note, don't don't even try to surprise her with more money. Just offer her more money. Hey, I don't want to be alone on the holidays. If I'm going to ask you to be away from your family, you should be like, all right, I'm going to book you for like four hours or some minimum that's going to be worth her while. Or at mm-hmm. least, you know, ask her for a time when, you know, hey, if your family activities are done by a certain time, do you think you'd have time to meet me a- afterward? You know, anything like that. But definitely don't ask her to work on a holiday and especially like in the fucking middle of the day, like on a Thanksgiving in the middle of the day, I don't want it. Like I want to go eat and stuff my face and not worry about if I look good or not afterward. Like, come on, come on guys. Just, just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Have you had any, anybody ask you things like that? Other than we know you have your long standing Valentine's date though, but that one, that's well, special. He always makes it so special for you. Yeah. I mean, I've actually, um, you know, gone on dates with clients during the holiday season, but usually they paid me well. So right, they're not like, <laughs> oh, I only have two hundred dollars. Would you like to go like, just watch I a mean, movie? No, probably not Thanksgiving because you know that one's like a family family day. But like usually, I can if I go for one holiday, I can skip the other if I'm getting yeah. paid. But yeah, I've I've a, I've gone to Christmas parties. I've gone to you know whatever barbecues. You know the one thing I haven't done yet is posing as someone's fiance so they can shut their family up. That I hope to do. So if you're out there, oh, I would love to do that. That I would definitely you know, do. I will definitely do that. You know, or if you're not ready to quite come out of the closet yet and you need a date to uh to to your family thing, I'm available. So am I. That actually sounds like that sounds like a lot of fun. Actually, I'm yeah. really I'm, well. I love sure playing fun that for role. the guy. Well, no, it's. I mean, it's fun as far as like you know the whole acting. Or girl, part of it. actually, it's, no, it can't be a girl because girl have to hire a boy. But yeah, we're yeah. we're available for all that shit. Okay. Absolutely. What's in the news? But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Visionaire Flight. Visionaire provides unique aviation experiences for those who love to live life on their terms. Each flight experience is personalized and tailored to the individual client, and they offer a wide range of flight experience packages. Right now, they're offering the Enchanting Caribbean Fantasy Package. This includes three nights in the beautiful Dominican Republic, round-trip private flight for you and seven of your closest friends, which I'm hoping includes myself and Chantel. You will be flying on a Challenger 600, Limousine service from the moment you land and throughout your entire stay. Mansion on a private beach. 24 hours bodyguard security. VIP access to the most prestigious clubs in the area. For bachelors, girls, girls, and more girls who are all top 10. And you get all of this for under 40K. Think about it. To go from here to the islands alone is already going to cost you 30K. And they've put together this nice package just for our listeners. So make sure you take advantage. 
To book this exclusive fantasy vacation, you can contact them at 954-998-3229 or by emailing them at info at visionaireflight.com. Be sure to mention that you heard about them here at TSEG. Visionaire Flight. Live your vision. Fulfill your purpose. Live the adventure. All right, so this one is from the New York Post on November 5th, 2018. The Truth About Men Who Pay for Sex by Kate Iceland, who is also a companion. All it takes is a quick look at any media featuring sex workers to see where people would get the idea that most of the clients are creeps. Films and TV shows cast clients as either sinister perverts who slither around in the darkness waiting for workers to attend to them with a whip and a cane, or drug uh, drug addicted millionaires looking for more Barbie lookalikes to fill their yachts with uh, fill up their yachts <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> I'll take the, the I'll latter. take that. I'll take that one too. Right? That's not like the worst thing ever, right? And then there's the way sex workers are represented in the news. We've all seen the stock photo: a hand extended from a car window, beckoning a pair of legs toward it. Not only is this a misrepresentation of what sex work actually is, but it's also dehumanizing to both the client and the companion. The majority of people who visit sex workers, whether they visit strip clubs, brothels, see private workers, or simply download some good old-fashioned porn, are as normal as you and I. They have jobs and hobbies and families and social lives just like anyone else. Many are great conversationalists, and a huge majority are respectful, caring, and kind. So why does the myth continue to exist? Why do we think all clients are nasty creeps? It's the heavy stigma around sex work that carries over to our clients too. It comes from fear. If if it's difficult for some people to comprehend being a sex worker or seeing one, so their first instinct is judgment and fear. Companions provide a luxury service, although we might be important to many, we are not in the same class as food, shelter, and water. Many people envy luxury items because they can't afford it, so they turn around and hate on it. At the end of the day, it all boils down to individuals and their morals. And, of course, there will be a copy of this on the website. Um, I just have to say, you see this not even just in sex work, but just look at how people get upset with celebrities or rich people in general for paying a lot of money for things that they can't afford or that they don't see the value in. And I have to remind people all the time, you're forgetting that these luxury items that you think that are ridiculous goes back into the economy. Those those mm-hmm. half a million dollar cars that you see that you don't understand why, pe- why people pay $500,000 for a car when you can feed the homeless, um, those cars that are being built are being built by people. Those people are being employed and given money to go home and in return feed their families. It's all a part of our economic system, people. So stop, yeah. stop hating. Um, today, somebody tweeted that some Indian lady, princess, whatever, hired Beyonce for her wedding to perform at her wedding. And someone goes, I think it was like a half a million dollars, uh, no, half a billion dollars. It's some, some ridiculous amount like that. And someone goes, Oh, 
such a waste of money when they could be donating to the homeless or, you know, the, the needy, like you said. And someone responded, which I thought was so, like, insightful. They said donating to the needy doesn't fix a broken system. It does not. So this that's why people could win the lottery and be broke in two years. It, it's true. It's, it's exactly if, true. If, if, you're, if your uh, system is broken, no amount of money is going to fix it. So what they need to be doing is talking about how to fix the system instead of just throwing money at it. And hey, I would pay Beyonce to perform at my wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, now, now, okay, now, does Beyonce necessarily need the money? Probably not. But but it, Beyonce also has her foundations, and she does her part to help. Yeah, the but it's so also, it's a, it's a great cycle. But huh? if they can afford it, and okay, are are we all gonna sit here and say that if we can't our favorite um, singer? If we could afford them, we wouldn't hire them to perform for our, Plus, our private party. You, Come on. If you were Beyonce, you don't think you would charge that much for your time? You Come have on, to. Now. If I was Beyonce, I would be charging that for a private party. Absolutely. And they all do it. Like Katy Perry performed for one of the Koch brothers on his wife's birthday. I think they paid her like $5 million or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of money to perform for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so, so it's they do it all the time. Just stop being jealous. So the same thing goes with sex workers. Yes, people yeah. people think that like our you businesses mean, yeah. Oh god. People think that our <laughs> industry is just so seedy and gross, you know, cuz they just see too much shit on the news. They never see on the news that well, you know, that's because they're always doing bad shit to us. They're always trying to arrest us. Mm-hmm. And when they do arrest us, they're always talking about, you know, like our favorite sheriff in Polk County is always talking about oh this was part of a sex human sex trafficking ring they were selling minors and all this stuff but they arrest the same minors that they say that was being trafficked so i mean come on you gotta you guys gotta read but read beyond the headlines you have to there is good and bad in every industry i mean take take super supermodels for example some of them get addicted to drugs and end up in rehab or dead. And ruin their own and careers. They're, and they're getting paid a lot of money. And people you know, respect it, them. Yeah. In every, if, in every industry, there is a good and there's a bad. There are businesses where people are, like, having heart attacks because they have so much stress yep. at their job. Yep. Like, it could be a multitude of things. But because this involves SEX... You know, the moral police comes out and, you know, oh, my God, you're just degrading yourself. Like, you know, I, how I, I find how it, could you? I find it so funny wrong. that most Americans are always like, oh, you know, get in the stock trade. And, you know, that's how you make money and save People money. Commit and suicide wealthy. over that. And too. I'm like, so stockbrokers <laughs> and traders are like, you know, it's a very well-respected career, which is fine. But nobody sees the amount of stress that goes behind it. Some of them die. Some of them they, commit suicide when they lose their portfolio or something. Exactly. Like, and there's like, a lot of suicide rates in in the stock market. Yes, absolutely. And then and then there's like uh, they make a lot of money and a lot of them blow it on drugs. And then you know, of course, a lot of them hire companions and strippers and strippers. <laughs> and that's and that's fine. But it's like it's funny that that's a like their whole lifestyle is okay until it comes to what they spend their money on. Then people have a problem with it and i'm like and i'm like i don't know why everybody thinks like oh you know oh are you a drug addict oh you have kids oh well why are you doing this if you don't have any of those insert stereotypical problem that the news shows and i'm Mm -hmm. like 
because I enjoy my fucking freedom and I do whatever the fuck I want to do. What exactly. like I was I was driving the other day and I was thinking, why like I feel like the government forces us because they say that sex for money is illegal. They're essentially forcing us to have sex for free. That's exactly what the government no, that's, is doing. That's a conversation for another day. But that's what they're <laughs> but that's what they're doing. And that's why and we could dissect it and talk about why, you know, they don't want women to commercialize their attributes and skills and talents. But because then we wouldn't sorry be for we wouldn't be day. poor and broke and desperate. That's why. And dependent on Dep- independent. Know, their money. Exactly. Uh, well, yeah. There. Uh, I don't know if anybody watches the show Billions. It's actually become my, that show. my show now. Um, I love although, that show. Although the one guy used to irk me, but I guess now they're about to be on the same side. But <laughs> when uh, Axelrod came back from jail, his number two had like I think fifty companions waiting for him at his penthouse. He was oh, like, I, oh, he was like, you, nice. I love his number two. He's a little crazy, but. I, I like him. Higgins? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, Higgins or something like that. But he had 50 companions waiting for him. I'm like, damn, what was it, 25? Like, a crazy amount for one person. <laughs> and he was like, you know, I, ha- I had to I had to throw you a welcome home party. I was like, yeah, he gets it. Mm-hmm. He gets it. Anyways, Femme Fatale. And now, here's your Femme Fatale of the Week. Our femme fatale this week is Tampa-based Zara. This girl is gorgeous, young, beautiful, you know, innocent, angelic face. She was also uh, with um, Ariel at the bar. Mm-hmm. I, I went to the restaurant with Sugar Daddy. Yeah, uh, they've, they've been together a lot. I've been seeing yeah. them on Twitter. They, they do doubles. They're, they're yes, they friends do. in real life, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they do, they do duos. But her Twitter is Zada Free Spirit. So Z-A-D-A. Free F R E E Spirit S P I R I T. You can follow her on Twitter and you know find out ways to book her. Here's a fun date idea. For a date idea, I was sing, thinking. Sing, sing. Uh, let's try to give Tampa a better rep. So <laughs> I was thinking our date could be in Tampa. And you two Tampa natives can show me and the gentleman that's going to be booking all three of us what the fuck there is to do there. Me and Zada? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you either guys, one of us are natives, but we live here. So that's what I mean. That's time. what I okay. mean. You guys can show us your town because I still don't get it. Um. Well, I mean, it's definitely not Miami, but there are a couple little hidden gems. All here, right. So. so you can show us those gems. We can go eat at a nice, uh, I guess, Burns. We can go. There are other. <laughs> there are other restaurants seems that to be are the only one. <laughs> no, there are other restaurants that are more there, but they're like smaller, hidden, like okay, little so restaurants. We can, we can start like off with dinner and maybe like a where show. the food is amazing, like really like fresh, like yeah. farm the table type food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really good food. Um, with great, you know, great wine and champagne selection, okay. and you know, actual champagne. So we, so can, yeah, we can do that. So we can ha- have a nice dinner, maybe see a show, and end the night with a chopper ride over the city, so I can see what the hell's going oh, on yes. there. And then yeah. you know, end back at the hotel, uh, luxury presidential suite, doing all kinds of crazy stuff, y'all. Yes, Ma- and, maybe, uh, uh, maybe get um, what's her name to bring her stripper pole, Sasha Benjamin. <laughs> 
I wonder if she twat, ever took those twat. classes. You gotta I don't ask think her. she did because she hasn't posted about it. Girl, I've been waiting for the invitation. Trying to, I'm trying to come do an invert on your poll. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Yes, twerk. twerk. Oh, you know, maybe I'll put mine back up in 2018 and work on it. Like, work on practicing using I mean, it. I do have a big space, but then somebody buy me a stripper pole then. I'll I'll post videos of it if you get me a stripper pole. Email me for my address. Vivian. I like it. Vivian.com. Okay, I like it. Fan questions and feedback. But first, a word from our sponsor. Okay, guys, we've been getting a ton of emails from you asking us to start a private directory, and we listened. Introducing the Sexy Escort Guide's Little Black Book of Introductions. In light of all the chaos post-FASA, we decided to go back to the old school ways of dating and take everything offline. So gentlemen, you may email, text, or message us via our contact form on our website, thesexyescortguide.com. And let us know of your travel plans or if you're looking for someone local and we will connect you to a reputable companion. Ladies, if you would like to get on the companion list, you may also email, text, or contact us via our contact form. Everyone on our list will be thoroughly screened for safety and discretion. The best part of all of this, it's completely free. Our phone number is 657-464-4675. You can text us your details. And our email address is info at thesexyescortguide.com. We We look look forward forward to to introducing you to your next match. So this one is from our online forum on our web on the show's website and the subject new listener fellow companion. Hello, lovely ladies. I'm a fellow companion who is based out of Toronto, Canada. I took a four year hiatus and I've now re-entered the industry. I'm quite excited and a little nervous. I decided to try to find some podcasts about escorting to get inspired and to shake my to shake my nervousness and came across yours today. I'm so happy that I found your podcast. It's so refreshing to listen to. I just finished listening to podcast number 29 and I have a question. How do you transfer money you receive while touring to different countries into your account? Do you accept cash, PayPal, e-transfer, etc.? Thanks for taking the time to read this. I'm off to listen to more of your wise words. Warm regards. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you. Yes, thank thank you you. so much. Um, I think I responded to her. I don't remember, but I'm going to answer this question now. Cash is always king. Mm -hmm. Um, And when it comes to, like, if somebody is trying to fly you to them internationally, wire is your best bet. Yes. Um, It might behoove you to open up a business account so you don't have to give them your personal information. Or if you trust someone, you can give them their banking information and then just have them give you the money later. I will not trust PayPal if I were you. We are, oh, dear God, no. We already know that they're not adult entertainment friendly. So that's definitely a no to PayPal. So your best bet, cash and direct wire transfer. That's instant. You see it right away and it cannot, no backsies. That'll be your um, best bet. And what about like accepting like when you you know after the date and you have cash? What do you? What do you if mean? You, well, I mean, it's it's normally it, like if you have a large amount of cash. Well, obviously, you should know that with any international crossing of borders, you can't have more than ten thousand dollars in cash on you, whatever that mm-hmm. that currency is. Anything over that, then it depends on where you are. You need to find a way to send the money back to yourself. You can probably do Western Union. Some places you can actually do a bank transfer. You don't need to have an account for that. But you have to do your research before you go wherever you're going. I know yeah. I know girls that strap the money to their body, girl. <laughs> That's risky as fuck. I know. I mean, it got that away is so with it, risky. What if they decide to pat you down? Don't break the rules. And a client of mine told me 
that there's actually nothing wrong with having more than 10 grand. You just have to make sure you declare it. Right. Yeah. And then yeah, it's, and it's then trying to hide just ha- it. have your story ready when it's good to go. Although he was old and white. So I don't know if that helped his case. He told me it did. But he says, don't try to hide it. Declare it. So if you cannot yeah. Western Union it back or wire it back home to yourself or someone that you trust, then you're going to have to declare those funds. But be happy that you made money. Mm-hmm. Be happy yeah. you made too much. So you have to declare. But yeah, definitely no PayPal. You can do um, Amazon gift card, but usually when it's international, it ends up being in a different currency. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I learned the hard way because somebody sent it to me in pounds. And that, then I had to switch my account to a, a UK Amazon so I could buy all the ebooks. And then I switched back. It was a nightmare. It was crazy. So, yeah, cash or wire? Okay. Next question. Okay, this is from the online forum as well on the show's website, Subject Dilemma. Hi, ladies. I've been a fan of the podcast and I've been following your advice. I started escorting in London, UK in September. (laughs) Speaking of London. And I've been doing quite well. Most of the experiences with my clients have been amazing so far. Unfortunately, my most recent client, haven't seen them before, turned up to the booking with snowflakes, party substances. So cocaine. Uh, cocaine, it has to be a crack, I don't know. And appear to have, <laughs> have used some prior to the booking. I ended the booking after an hour as I felt too uncomfortable to proceed. He paid me for two hours of my time and left without too much hassle. Is it the norm to get clients like him? If so, what are some of the things to look out for and how can you keep yourself safe? Girl, you just answered your question when you said, for the most part, your experiences have been amazing. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's the norm. So you already know it's not the norm. Maybe he freaked you out because you've never dealt with someone that's under the influence before. Um, I think I did respond to her, but I'm kind of used to this from even just from my stripper days. Guys would come in there with stuff all the time. And for us, we saw it as an opportunity to make more money because, you know, they were very generous when they were high. But in your own close personal space without, you know, security, then you you know that he has to ask you if that's something that you're comfortable with. That's disrespectful. And then anything can happen when you're under the influence. He could get violent. He could be whatever. So mm-hmm. so yeah, just just uh, I mean, you can screen it. You probably wouldn't even know this. So the minute you see that happening, end the session and kick his ass out. Yeah, and I mean, we all have the right to end the session if somebody makes us feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So don't but think about do like, oh, he already too. paid. But yeah, of yeah, course. Don't don't get him angry. Like, try to yeah. do it. Try to do it in a way where you can just be like, oh my god, you know, my my mother died from drug overdose. So whatever, make up a story, whatever, just to get him empathetic to your plight and get him the fuck out of there. Yeah, but, like I, I personally am very uncomfortable with drugs being around me. So, uh, yeah, I think all of my clients know don't ever do this. Yeah. And if they do, I'm going to ask them to leave immediately. Like, I don't care if they've only been there for five minutes. If I see it, I'm asking you to leave because I, I don't have time for it. That's that. Yeah. So our next is from a previous Finn Fatale of ours via Twitter. Um, I was wondering if you guys could touch on or even just mention that this is not how you find a mentor. I'm not even a mentor to begin with, nor do I know this girl at all. Uh, tagging along in appointments is so beyond odd and not discreet. So Yeah, so basically a girl emailed her or DM'd her asking if she could mentor her and she could tag along to her appointments. Tag along. Like, this, it. Is like what not, the fuck? this is not the factory. 
This is this is There's not no training a, on the job. There's this no, is not bring bring your daughter to work day. No, like, this is like nothing. kind of like a training. There is no training on the job. Your no fir- training. Your first day is your first day. No training. Your first day. You learn as you go. This is a learn on the job situation. Which yeah. is why we have this podcast to help guide you. So that way you're not as what's the word? Inexperienced on your first day at work. But nobody exactly. is gonna let you tag along unless you're actually doing a duo. And even then, girls want people that are experienced. So mm-hmm. listen to the show and you know, you can ask, you know, send emails to ask specific questions, but tagging along. I've actually had people email me all the time. I just don't respond. I've never had anybody ask me. I mean, some girl literally was like, some girl was like, oh my God, could you pimp me out? I want to work. And I'm just, I didn't even respond because. Okay, but I just want to know, like, wh- like, what exactly did you think you were gonna do on the date? Like, I guess sit in the corner silently, with the notebook and talk to a guy. Oh, like with the notebook and just take notes. Like, th- like, no, this isn't an observation oh, deck. Geez. Like, no, this isn't. That is not the experience not anybody is paying for. I can't for. believe somebody seriously asked her that. Like, yep. that's crazy. They sure yeah. did. They sure I mean, did. like last time, last time I got a wax, they had a new girl that was like shadowing her. That. And even that, but even that was weird because I mean I was getting a Brazilian, so my vagina was like well, out there if, for display. If it's already but open, so <laughs> I know. But I'm like, okay, well, I guess you know the new girl might, you know, she might one day actually, you know, be doing my my Brazilian. I would like her to make sure she's doing it right. So I was like, yeah, I don't care. And I'm like, you know, they're in this business. They've seen lots of vaginas every day. So it, you know, it was like a little bit weird, like for like the first, like second when they first asked me, and then I was like, oh well, yeah, it's kind of normal. But I mean, yeah, this isn't the same thing. This is not the same thing. So yeah, let's let's not do that, ladies. And stop asking random women to be a mentor. That's not how mentorship works. Just but... because you just because you see them on Twitter and you see their photos mm-hmm. and this particular person, and I love her and admire her photos and everything. But just because you like, oh, I like your look. Let me see if they'll mentor me. No, that's this is not why how it this works. is why some girls decide to take advantage of you newbies by charging for you know crazy crazy money for their mentorship sessions that you could you have just even, done your own damn research and, and the funny it yourself. thing the funny thing is is i tell new people this all the time just be, it's people's online persona just because they look like they're doing well doesn't mean that they're actually doing well you never know so stop <laughs> trying to like stop you like if if i were to pay somebody to mentor me I'm going to need to see like some bank statements to show that they're actually making the kind of money that they claim to be making before I'm going to be like, yeah, let me just throw money at you. Do you know that there are some people, their actual job, they are, they're, they're, they're really not an active companion. They're really just making money from being a mentor. So do you really want to be mentored by somebody? I mean, it's kind of like actually not even doing their job. Like it's, it's kind of like the, uh, Oh God, the ones that you send me all the time. Cause you think it's funny. (laughs) The the Instagram ones and the Facebook ones, like, like, I'll learn, you learn how to get people to learn buy how to seminar g- by buying my seminar. by buying my seminar and their seminar is just teaching you how to do a seminar. That's kind of what some of these, you know, some of these wannabe mentors do. I'm not saying all of them. So please don't send me hate mail because I don't I'm not going to read don't it. I don't really care. I don't really care. But there are people out there that, you know, businesses slow down. So they've decided to become a mentor. So you just have to be really careful who you're asking. So, but just stop like seeing random women and asking them to be mentors. 
Yeah. It was super weird. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello. Uh, I think this was via email. Yeah. Hello. First, I'd like to congratulate you on the success of your podcast. Thank you. As a newbie, I have found it a resourceful tool in navigating the world of escorting, especially as an ebony escort. I write this email as I am after some further advice about freestyling and how it works. Well, hopefully my story time helped. Mm -hmm. Uh, How it works differs from escorting. I listen to episode 27 and try to get as many tips as possible, but I'm still unclear about whether or not you approach meeting men when freestyling as you would as an escort, for example, you mentioned never bringing up money and to think about long-term benefits. Do you mean freestyling at high-end restaurants and hotel bars isn't for picking up escort clients, but for more sugar-type arrangements? Should freestyling should I be freestyling with the objective of finding men who will buy me gifts instead of giving me money for sexual services? First of all, that's a... Uh, <laughs> Nope, that's illegal. You should never get anybody to Yeah, nobody nobody is paying you for sexual services. So yeah, just keep that in mind. In your opinion, is the freestyling technique better at different times and days of the week? For instance, when freestyling in hotel bars, should I be looking for businessmen during the week or vacation party or goers? Party goers at the weekend at Knightsbridge Mayfair. So this person is in the UK. Can you also tell me if I should ever disclose that I'm an escort, business cards in my escort info, or do I make up a false profession and indicate I want to be gifted, pampered? At what point do I tell the men that I want money gifts? I mean, how does one get the loot? That's always the question. I apologize if my questions seem obvious, but I've been very unclear about this way of working for some time now, and I see so many women on Instagram freestyling, and I too want to be successful at it. You could offer it. If you could offer any further advice, I would really appreciate it. Many thanks. Okay. So I'm just going to break her, break down her question and answer it. Well, you should probably have gotten some tips from my past few story times. So go listen to the last two episodes, episodes 37 and 38. But your question about, um, should you approach me, approach men when freestyling? No, you, you should look, you should look inviting and your energy should draw them to you. Do, do not approach the guys because that's just hustling look and you probably get kicked out of wherever you are. Don't and do it, it looks desperate. Yeah, don't do it. You sit there and with your cheerful, bright, bubbly energy, they will come to you. Drinking a drink of your yeah. choice, not water. Mm-hmm. And as far as bringing up money, yes, you never bring up money, but that doesn't mean it. it's never going to happen. When I said don't bring up money, I mean you shouldn't be the first one to bring it up. You can, right. hint, you can hint at it. Like the perfect example would be the the sugar daddy guy. I was like, this is not free. Like you got a hint, and if they get it, they get it. If they don't, they'll try to either play dumb or fight, mm-hmm. fight, fight back. And then you know they're not the ones. Throw that fish back in the water and keep moving. Yep. Um, freestyling at high end restaurants and bars isn't for picking up escort clients. Blah blah. Nope. You can also pick up compa- guys that want companions and long term. It, it all depends. You you want to get good at the skill of realizing is is this a short-term guy or a long-term guy right and you will know once you go out there and actually you know get your feet wet i mean for example if he's from out of town visiting he's probably gonna be a short-term guy Mm -hmm. and if he's local he's probably gonna be a long-term guy so use that tip and carry on pip pip um let's see what else is freestyling better at different times, days of the week? Again, you have to test that yourself because every location is different. You yeah. should you should be going at different times and days of the week so you can see what works for you. 
Right. I could tell you, oh, this this is great here at this one restaurant in Miami. That doesn't mean it's going to work in the UK. Um, And that doesn't even mean it works every single week at the same time at that same place. It just all depends. You just have to know. Like, for example, the reason I feel like the reason why I was successful in Cash and Sugar Daddy was because I knew where to go and when to go. That definitely helped us. We could have been at a different place and I never would have met that guy. Maybe I would have met another guy, but yeah, you get the drift. Uh, should I be looking out for businessmen during the week or vacation party goers? It does not matter. Every man is a potential daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always say this. Every man is a potential mm-hmm. client. You just have to actually open your mouth and talk to them. Well, first, you got to attract them to you. Mm-hmm. And then when they come and they start talking, you need to know how to talk to them to decide whether they're going to spend money on you or not. That's the only goal. It doesn't matter if they're businessmen or if they're retired or if they're on vacation, yada, yada, yada. Should you disclose you're an escort? No. Business cards with your escort info. I personally don't think you should have your um, escort email or your escort phone on your cards. You should have a different number. Like, you should have one number just for freestyling. Yeah. And one email just for freestyling. You can still use your same escort name if you want, but have different information so that way, you know, they can't Google you or whatever. And or just they, or just go by like your first name. Like I don't yeah. like, I don't tell people like, oh, I'm Chantal Etoile. I just say, I'm Chantal. Yeah. So and then on the card, you can just have your first name, your freestyling phone number, which is probably a um a app number, and a generic Gmail, freestyling Gmail account. So that way you can kind of compartmentalize and figure out who's gonna go where and you know who's calling you from where. As far as disclosing your escort, there's really no need because if it's going to pay, it's going to pay. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't personally, because then, especially if the person is local, you don't want people telling your business because it's a small world. And, right. And people talk. Uh, do I make up a false profession? I told you, you got to plan this shit. And have you got to have, you got to have your story. You can't get your fumbling. story together. Of course. Of course you can tell them whatever the fuck you want to do. I make a game out of it. I'm a different person every time. It all depends. Or, or or I actually just get them to talk about themselves so I don't even have to divulge any information and, about and me. Again, That's actually and again, the best. It, and again, if you are going to say that you're a consultant, be ready to tell them what you're consulting because being a generic consultant is not a thing. They're always going to ask follow-up questions. Yeah. Try, try to have a cover story where they're not going to ask follow-up questions. Yeah, or try to get them to talk about themselves. Yeah. But you should you should still have your your, you know, uh, ammo your plan when, when yes. they say hey what do you do you need to have questions for all those i mean answers for all those questions so mm-hmm. prepare 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 get with the um, friend get with the friend and like role play so that you can get more comfortable with it at what point do i tell them i want money gifts when they start asking you to spend time with you mm-hmm. you, you should be hinting from day one you saw how i basically told him i like generous men that's a great uh way to find out if they know what you're talking about because every sugar daddy knows what that means every sugar daddy knows what that means so the minute they start wanting to spend time with you is when you start hinting and the more they want to do with you the more bolder you can get but don't right off the bat be like i want a thousand dollars an hour they're gonna look at you like you're crazy yeah so, so use use your common sense and, and go based on what's happening. But make sure you qualify them because there's no point in trying to get money out of a broke dude or a stingy guy. 
Splenda Daddy. Uh, but that's about it. I think those, that answers everything. And if they and if they brag about everything that they have and what they do and all that mm-hmm. stuff, they probably usually, don't have it. They're usually a Splenda Daddy. Yeah, like like oh boy. But and as Chantel said, just because you see girls on Instagram freestyling and you know flaunting doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be just like them. You need to find out your own way of freestyling because mm-hmm. everybody is different. Some girls scam. Some there, girls, I mean, there are girls drug and, and steal. There some are girls, girls out there. Stuff, there so. are girls out there that are like, you know, their come up is like, you know, they may have been found on Instagram and, you know, then they do whatever to make money. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, I, I mean, I don't know any personally, but I know that there are girls out there that, you know, they get money one way or another and they buy themselves gifts and shit. And then they say that a client bought it for them. So, yep. I mean, there's just, just different things, just, just different things. So just stay be careful on your own, on your, worry your about yourself. Yeah. Don't be, don't look at these girls. Cause you don't know how they're getting to what they're getting to. See, I'm sharing my story time. So that way you can kind of get an idea of how it works. Like even as I told you, Whitney was just like amazed at how quickly I, I maneuvered, but that's because mm-hmm. obviously I've been doing this for a minute, especially with the stripping. Right. Ma- go strip. <laughs> I'm you telling you. Go strip for a month. That is I've, you get I've all thought the skills about it. you need. I've go strip for it. a month. That, that's like a, a crash course in confidence and, and um, finding out how to read people and finding out how to know if somebody has money or not. Mm-hmm. Me now, it's like a sixth sense. It's kind of always been a sixth sense, but I'm even much better now. But, you know, as time goes on, you just you know all the tricks. So if you don't practice, you'll never get good at it. You can ask me all the questions and I can answer them. But if you don't actually do it yourself, it wouldn't matter. Anyways, let's move on to the show. Our guest today is Kathy. She is the founder of Room Service 2000, now RSAVS, which is an advertising and verification service for the adult industry nationwide and internationally since 1983. Hello, Kathy. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Hello. How are you tonight? We are wonderful. I mean, I literally had to twist her arm to come on the show, guys. <laughs> no, you didn't. I just never done one of these before. But, but thank you. I mean, you're like the first, um, you know, online directory person that actually has a face now. So, see, when people, <laughs> yes, thank when people, you so exactly, much. Exactly. When people, you know, show you who they are, you know, it makes it makes everything seem more tangible. It makes everything seem more real. So, thank you so much for coming on the show. Right. Well, that's one of the things I found. I started going to meet and greets and I'm doing. See, that's another thing you said that I I really admire. She goes to meet and greets. Oh, really? Do you you think arrows? (laughs) 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 And and I'm going to be going to I'm doing in 2019. I'm starting provider luncheons where we can't do massive groups, but, you know, smaller groups. And since I traveled throughout the United States quite a bit, um, so we're, I'm really looking forward to getting to meet a lot of the providers and hearing their concerns. And I'm not going to say I'm going to be able to fix them, but I like to hear them and see what we can do to help. Exactly. Oh, awesome. wonder. That is awesome. Thank you so much. We definitely appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, so if you ever sure. want to go out for lunch or coffee tea or you know whatever just um i'd be happy to um meet a small group or a group of you know and um listen to your voices that's what's important to me 
Well, you're oh, about that's to you're wonderful. about to uh, talk to them now through the podcast, and I'm sure we'll get some <laughs> okay. So, exactly. Right. Let's jump right in. Okay. All right. So, first question: Can you let the listeners know a brief history of Room Service 2000 and what it provides today? Okay. Well. Aura started off as an advertising site for providers, and we also are a verification service for the hobbyists. Um, as you know, we screen the advertisers as well as we screen the hobbyists because both parties have a sense of comfort and security. We offer promotional tools for advertisers like social media postings, videos. We have postings on our new mailing list along with our verification services of members. And then as well as being user-friendly for providers that aren't even on our site, we still will be Yes, she retweets them. everybody. She retweets the show. Appreciate it. And yes, hobby- certainly. And our hobbyists, we offer nationwide mailing lists to assist them since some of the things have gone away that were their little crutch. Um, so mm-hmm. shall <laughs> so remain nameless. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for easy access to the providers, um, so they can find ladies um, area easily without looking through pages and pages and pages of ads, as well as if they have a request, sometimes I get many requests for from a hobbyist to screen a provider to make sure that she's legit as well. So we're constantly striving to promote customer service as well as we are striving to be social media friendly and we are a user-friendly site to all, if you're on our site or not. (laughs) I like that. So uh, before I uh, move on to the next question, I should let you know, though, that that term hobbyist, we're, we're going away from that. We're not. Okay. So we don't do that anymore. Clients. We're <laughs> back to being clients. Yes. Hobbyists. Clients, suitors. You know, they, you what was the other one? Suitors, gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen. You know, you know we, regular we names. Feel, we feel like, you know, initially the term hobbyist probably was like, you know, meant as a lighthearted thing, and they have taken it it, that came word from the board who will never be named. That's where they've, that they've taken that word though, from. and they have just like even like my outside hobbies, like I don't even want to use the word hobby Ugh. anymore because Ugh. of this. what are your <laughs> hobbies? Ugh. I, I always think of hobbyists, so <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. So you want to use the word clients, that's fine. Yeah, clients I, is fine. I will have to correct that along the way because it's uh, fine. I mean, we're all growing and learning here, you know. Yes, like we're, I, all, we, we're all we even together. had a guy emailed the show, uh, trying to find someone he was traveling somewhere and his name said hobbyist i was like ah just so you know (laughs) we don't do that anymore he was like oh my god i changed it everywhere i forgot to change it in my email so we're all learning we're all growing it's cool okay okay so next question why did you decide to launch rs well i guess it's not rs2k anymore it's rs dash yeah well you a lot of basically rs because many of us know us as rs are in room service to Mm-hmm. In the 2000s, um, and then RS, um, AVS, and then now, of course, we've gone overseas, so now we are RS, AVS, CH. But um, back in 1998, um, when online sites were really basically just starting up, um, I had been working with um, providers for quite some time in the industry, 
And they were dealing with newspaper ads, phone book ads, some were going mm. to magazines, and yep. they were finding it extremely costly and very hard to promote themselves. And if you were someone that didn't want to work the conventional way of being or uh, working for somebody or, 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 you know, whatever, if you wanted to be out on your own, you had a very hard time of it. And so um, I verified a very long time and I had been working with them. So I would be a good way of the future. And that was back in 1998. So I created Room Service 2000. Yes, yes. That's that, well, basically, um, the reason I thought internet would be a good way was going to become a way of the future. When I well, you are you are right. Yes, <laughs> definitely the wave of the future for sure. Okay, so what do you think is a misconception about online escort directories? Well, I would say the number one misconception is they think we're an agency. Well, um, I mean, you there were news reports that Arrows was operating as an agency. Really? <laughs> well, I, yep. I just say we are not an agency. <laughs> yep. I would. I would say many people think we're an agency, and I have to say, I tell every person, and I get several emails a week on this. I tell everybody that we sell ads for many providers all over the country. So it would be very unfair of me to promote one provider that buys an ad from me over another one. Mm -hmm. So I am not going to ever promote someone, um, one particular lady. That is kind of another reason why we developed the mailing list because that way they can see all the ladies and make their own choices. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And so we are an advertising site. We do not... We are not, will not be, and uh, don't want to be an agency. I don't blame you. Okay, so have you yourself ever worked in the adult entertainment industry in any capacity? Well, if this is one industry I feel very strongly about that you should have worked in it in some form and shape. And I basically feel that if you haven't worked in from, like, say, in, in the industry, I don't see how you can even relate well with the um, trials and tribulations of the adult world. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised. I think, it's very, I think it's very hard to service your advertisers without your knowledge. And even though I'm going to say it was ages and ages ago, <laughs> I did start the industry. And it's interesting how I started because I was reading in the early 80s an article in the Cosmopolitan magazine about part-time working girls. That was that and was literally the title. That was what the wow. title. It was in nineteen. Look at them all open-minded and whatnot. Mm -hmm. it, it was <laughs> in ninth. It was the February issue in nineteen eighty-one, mm -hmm. and I read it and I go, "Hmm, I should look into this." And I have to say, um, since that time, I have seen so many changes. That you know, please share with us, right? I can feel I, I can feel a book or two, or maybe even three. Share with us. So, did you start off with an agency? Obviously, you had to. Yes, I started yeah. off the okay. agency, and 
and uh, surprisingly, years and years later, that agency actually advertised on our website. Oh, cool. I really? Like that. Wait, 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 wait. So this agency still exists? Not anymore. But, oh, but okay, I, okay. I was going to say, remember, damn, talk about longevity. <laughs> you got, and she was out of New York. Um, you have okay. to understand, you have to understand in 1982 is, or 81 is when I read the article. And so um, I contacted her directly. And of course, things were, yeah, the thought girls. <laughs> Uh-huh. But it was so different. Yeah, everything was so different. But yeah. So yeah. would you they how get, how would you say things were different with screening versus with then versus now? There was no. I bet you there was no screening back then. No. Yeah. That is why so. I started screening because when it was quiet for the agency I was working for, um, back in those days you had to like sit in the office and i would answer i would help answer the phone mm-hmm. and i would demand information from these people oh wow okay yeah so that was when back that was back in the 80s but i didn't start the online site until the 90s okay okay and uh yes. what should a companion look for when he or she is looking to spend advertising dollars on an online directory Okay, I feel that everybody has their own personal reasons and their goals why they want to spend their money. Mm-hmm. However, I think you should always, your back of your mind, you always want a quality ad for a good value. And then you want good customer service to help you make the most of your ad. So I used to work for a very large national company and they pushed quality value service. So when I went out on my own in this avenue, I kind of feel that that is the same thing. You should always want a quality ad, hopefully for your best value for your money. And then the customer service to me is one of the more important things because there are many times we are here to service our advertisers and all we have to do is know their wants and their needs and we'd be more than willing to help them. So those are the things that I think that we feel at RS is that you should, you should utilize, you should use and abuse us because we are here. (laughs) (laughs) We are here to help you in any way we can. I didn't know you were into BDSM. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's pretty easy when you're far, far away, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. But you're, but what you said makes a ton of sense because at the end of the day, it's all about your customer service. That's how you retain customers. Like if you don't have any advertisers, you would go under. Yep. So you have to, you have to work to, you know, help your advertisers on like, what the fuck, you know, arrows used to have great customer service and now (laughs) it it practically (laughs) doesn't exist. So, well, I I've had people ask me, you know, like, how long does it take to get an ad up? And I'm like, once we get your information, once we receive all the information we need and your payment, it will be up within 24 hours or less and usually less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And and your verification services start immediately. So you can start verifying 
right away because mm-hmm. I mean, like we have girls that get an ad and then I get like 10 verifications, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like they were just saving <laughs> all their names. Of course, you know, you got, you got to make the, the money count, but that makes sense. I mean, cause I've, I've, I've advertised with you several times and um, especially now with the online stuff, it's pretty quick. Yeah. You, you send in the information and they're, they usually respond within the hour. Yeah. From my experience, but that's great. Okay, so FOSTA SESTA, what are your thoughts? Okay. <laughs> well, that's a big thought. It certainly <laughs> has caused the industry to make some drastic changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some are good, some are not so good. Start with the bad. Uh, um, well, I see in this industry, I've seen so many changes. If I told you about how many different bills I've seen hit and people panic and people react, and then we live through it. Exactly. Okay. okay. And so, so you guys need to be talking to Kathy because she'll keep you grounded. For and sure. so, and so, however, I have to admit this is one bill that is probably going to affect our industry the most. But I do feel that if we make our adjustments and we we don't lose our head and we will continue to survive. Mm-hmm. My advice is stay informed and don't let these rumor mills create hysteria. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because this, the bill has been effect for a long time already. It happened. Mm-hmm. It went into effect when it was signed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now everybody's saying all these things that are going to happen after January 1st. Um, I don't have, uh, you know, unless someone tells me and sends me an email or instructs me I have no knowledge of that you know I I hope somebody if there is something out there I've asked many many people I have legal counsel and they said the bill's in effect (laughs) you know so I think we have made adjustments look at all the changes that have been made in the industry since April a lot even even outside the industry yeah, I mean, people have moved out of the country, you know. Damn. <laughs> wow. That's kind of drastic. It does sound Just drastic. a bit. Doesn't Just it? a bit. But you know what's funny, though? Our industry is not the only one that has been hit with, you know, crazy times. Like, take the crash of 2008, 2009, for right. example. Mm-hmm. Everyone was freaking the fuck out. Oh, the sky is falling. Real estate prices were just plummeting. But guess who who benefited from all of that shit? <laughs> the people that were calm and who have seen this before, they just went and quietly collected all the cheap ass properties, and now they're just sitting on all this equity. Yeah. So, so ladies, you guys, you can't like keep freaking out. Like the the most recent thing that happened was some guy um, saying that he was going to report girls to the IRS for not paying taxes or some shit and everyone went into mass hysteria and I'm just like try to think logically about this first of all how can he report you to the IRS he doesn't even have any of your legal information like how is that gonna work out you know but people just tend to freak out instead of just taking a deep breath and assessing the situation and figuring out what you're gonna do which I'm sure you did Kathy you know, you didn't freak out because you've seen this before. Well, maybe not this, but you've well, seen yeah. other things happen in the industry before. So you were yeah. just like, oh, okay, time to shift gears. And that's what we all need to start doing as a group, 
I'm just tired of going on Twitter every five minutes and someone's freaking out about something. Like, <laughs> Chantel, where, where are you? Where I'm here. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> well, the, the thing with the, um, about the guy reporting, it's not just a guy. It's actually like a large group of men and they're not just saying that they're reporting to the IRS. I have found out from other people who have sent me messages that um, they are actually full out trying to dox sex workers. So if mm-hmm. your passwords and stuff are not secure, you need to go do it because these guys are literally like hacking sex workers and finding out their wow. real world information and then outing them. So it's not even just an IRS threat. The IRS threat, whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? They don't give two shits. If you're paying your tax, not going to bother you. And they're exactly. definitely not. They're definitely not going to bother somebody for not paying like in taxes. It's you're not making enough money for the IRS secure to be honest. But it is the guys that are like doxing other ladies. And I heard a lot of these people are like they know them in their personal life on Facebook, and that's how they're like trying to be insidious about it. I don't know. Right. And that but... that that could be part of that problem as well. Is that a lot of girls don't realize that their Facebooks are connecting to people in the area, you know, and then it's just like their Twitter is showing to people that they may know. And so it's a lot, I think it's a lot more than this. These guys, I don't think they're even like that level of like computer hacking. They're just probably seeing it on Facebook or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And that, and, and I agree. That is one of the things when you talk about changes, you know, there are little things that we can do, you know, like the secure emails, um, which are not always fun to change all that information. I, I trust me, it's not it's not a walk in the park, but it's it's you know moving overseas, um, using a secure email, uh, you know, just just simple little things that that can protect you without you know being careful in what you post, being how you take your pictures. I mean that kind of stuff. It sounds silly, but it's it's a preventive uh, measure for this bill if they enforce it. And, you know, I, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of it go into effect yet, but who knows? Exactly. Okay. So we saw a lot of websites, both mainstream and adult oriented, completely shut down when the law passed. How has FOSTA SESA affected the way you run your business? Um, yeah, well, some of the shutdowns were definitely not even connected to the bill, but that was perfect timing. <laughs> right. Oh, really? Okay. Well, like Backpage, that was a four or five year um, suit that they were after them. It just happened mm-hmm. to coincide. It, it looked like it was FOSTA. I think it made everybody think, oh, look what they're doing. Um, but that was not that was not a, a FOSTA, uh, SESTA. The government just seized their website, right? Like, it's not like they had to shut it down. The government literally just took it. Right. Yeah. But they yeah. had, they had, they had four or five years of pending indictments and things. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so it certainly rattled the community. I mean, it literally, and it was interesting because I was actually sitting in my lawyer's office when he had his TV on and there was a, a screenshot or a news flash of, of the bill being signed in the Oval Office and all the people were standing around the desk. And I was actually having a meeting with him on what we needed to do and what changes we needed to make to keep our site 
less of a target. And we were having this meeting and I said, well, it's not going to go in until it's signed. And he's pointed to the TV and he said, it's being signed right now. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> it wasn't funny. But um, so what we were doing and, and we went over and I took his advice because um, he is a First Amendment and a contract lawyer and all these good things that we need to know for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And. I took his advice and we made the changes immediately. Did I like the changes? Not really. I wasn't happy about it, but I felt we needed to do immediately what we were advised to do to protect the advertisers and the clients. And, Mm -hmm. and they both have an impact on my business, both of you. And so, um, we felt that we utilized, um, what we were told what we did. And then my concern is how can I still promote you without having some of the key things? Like we used to have our hot words and our little bit Mm -hmm. more lucid pictures and our, you know, our words and let people post whatever they wanted to post on their ad. Um, Mm -hmm. We couldn't do that anymore. And Mm -hmm. so that's why we turned to social media services where we could promote people social uh, via social media um i it took a while but i worked on developing the mailing list um we do many things to help the advertiser still be out there but hopefully not have a bullseye on their back yeah exactly and besides at the end of the day i feel like the government is going after bigger pockets or deeper pockets i should say um i don't know that they're gonna go after you know, you, Chantel. <laughs> Why or, me? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Or, or even you, Kathy. Like, I feel like they'll be going after like the behemoths, which would be like the back page, which they seize, which we still don't know what's happening with that. Like that hasn't been concluded yet. Yeah. That's still, that's still ongoing. So we just kind of have to, you know, keep tweaking and changing with the times you know, to mm-hmm. protect ourselves. Yeah. And I, Lawyer up, talk to someone like you do, which you're smart for doing that. You know, having a, a counsel, because obviously you can't run a business like this without, can't, actually, you shouldn't be running any business without making sure. That's very true. You should <laughs> you always have, have legal counsel corner. no yeah. matter what business you're in. Exactly. I, but, I think, and then the other thing is, you know, sites like with the review sites and stuff going down, that was really, I mean, it was basically just kind of, it was, it was, those were serendipitous. the <laughs> What? I said serendipitous. <laughs> well, that's true. But I mean, really, those were the kind of bullseyes that they are going after. Mm-hmm. They don't want. And the funny thing is they actually didn't even shut their website down all the way, dumbasses. Uh, they just shut it down for the United States. Right. And, if, and if you have I, a VPN, I you can go you, on it. Exactly. I bet you they did not delete anything off of anything because they're hoping that they can just spring back up, which they did for like two hours on a Thursday <laughs> a few months back. And some girls are like, oh, my God, it's back up. But then they went back down. So thank God. Right. But I just feel like sites like that and like remember Redbook? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like sites like that that are just like out there for no fucking reason, you know, 
they're the ones that are going to end up getting the bullseye or already have the bullseye because you actually have documented, you know, things that could be used against you, Mm -hmm. you know? But anyways, I digress. What are some tips you can give the ladies on how to make their online profile stand out to potential clients? Well, this is a very visual industry. Yes, it is. Everybody purchases and looks with their eyes. So I would say the most important thing is if you're going to take the money and put an ad out there, you should get quality photos. Mm-hmm. They're very important. I do think selfies are great for social media so you can show your personality, mm-hmm. you can express yourself. But for an ad, I really think a provider needs good quality photos because you want to have a good professional looking ad because irregardless of these people scrolling through pages and pages of photos, if you have something that catches their eye, they're going to stop and they're going to contact you. You know, is it going to work? Who knows? But at least they're going to contact you. Mm -hmm. And then I also would say that um, we stress how you have your own well-built website because nowadays a lot of the advertising sites technically are not allowed to give that information and you shouldn't be giving that information. And that was one of the things that I was sad to see that we couldn't assist with, but I was told it was a very important thing that we should not have that type of information on our, our site. And so the hobbyists need these questions. And clients. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, I'm learning. I was, I caught myself a few it's times fine, already. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just giving I, you shit. I caught myself a couple <laughs> times, but I gotta like, I gotta like inbred it. You know, I'm, I'm the old lady of the world. So anyway, the clients, they, they, they want to ask questions. And if you have a informed website, you can tell them repeatedly over and over, go read the website. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, because you and then they still don't do it no they don't men well, <laughs> I shouldn't say all men but many men don't read but anyway um so they have to read they have to they have to they have to have their questions answered but you don't want to do it personally obviously mm-hmm. um we are like kind of like we're not supposed to be doing it anyway I'm not saying there aren't those that do but Technically, I was told we are not supposed to be doing that. And um, so you want to give them the information. And so if you're going to grab their attention, give them their information, and then hopefully they'll move forward to, you know, becoming one of your clients. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So you are mostly what the Midwest. What are your top three cities with the highest traffic to your site? Okay. Well, obviously since we started in 1983, Chicago is um, not the website, but I started in 1983 mm-hmm. um, helping um, providers. And so um, Chicago is by far our strongest city. And I think, I thank Chicagoland for being a great city. There are many great providers there. There are some wonderful clients there. And mm-hmm. they support us and have supported us for years and years. However, several years ago, we started expanding nationwide. And it wasn't a fast growth by any means. 
Mm-hmm. Because online stuff takes time. And but I have to say right now, East Coast is the second highest area. And I can't give you any particular city because um East Coast is kind of a region. There might be I would say every day I verify um at least one or two, maybe more members that are coming from the East Coast. It can be Boston. It can be Come on. You can't give us one city? Damn, Kathy. Well, I would say, (laughs) I guess if I was going to say, right, and it goes week to week, different cities, but um, in the past three months, how about that? Okay. Okay. So we know Chicago is number one because that's your home base. Yeah. So what's two and three? And East Coast or East Coast is second, West Coast is third. No, okay. No, we we need like a okay. But I'm I'm trying to figure in in the in the past three months. What's number two and three? Um, if I was going to say city in the East Coast, most verifications comes out of the Massachusetts so I'd say the Boston area I'm not saying okay you know so okay Massachusetts all right okay and then three and the west coast um we are getting a lot of the LA area um we are actually even getting some Washington and Oregon members but mostly west coast is the second I mean is the third so LA I would probably say the LA um we do get some San Francisco, but I would say L.A. over all of the cities if I was going to pick. All right, ladies, you heard it here first. Chicago well, I'm is not, you know, number but, one. But I always I, advertise with you when I go to Chicago. That's You're like my oh, additional No, I, I agree. Chicago, Chicago's been my home for 36 years. I mean, been my, average, my business home for 36 years. I'm not in Chicago anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, but uh, I'm saying that's where you started, though. So most I of your, in Chicago, your I still go back to Chicago. Well, actually, most of I'm, your clientele or, or you know, the oh, guys that are looking yeah. at the website, like that's where you built your your brand and then you started branching right. out. So Chicago is always going to be your hub. So that's number one. So, ladies, if you're visiting Chicago, you definitely need to put an ad up with uh, room service. And right now I actually heard from some of our advertisers. Chicago is doing really, really well. I always do well. Like I can actually like one time I tested it where I did not advertise on arrows and I just advertised with you and I booked great clients. So, yeah. Yeah. And we are very happy this year. We have reached the hundred thousand member mark over. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to need the top three from that list. I jokingly say that we hit the hundred thousand a hundred thousand member mark mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i said it's been so long some may have died oh no <laughs> <laughs> and i have to tell you i have to tell you a very uh, funny story about this um i received an email from a family member that was going through a um client's email and it had his membership information <laughs> What? Wait, Wait he, what? He it, no, he had his membership email. You know how you yeah, yeah, yeah. have mm-hmm. your membership email? Mm-hmm. So the lady, whoever it was, I believe it was a sister-in-law, write emails me saying, um, I'm just emailing you to let you know. I'm not sure what this is all pertaining to. And she was playing dumb, but I don't think she was. But anyway, 
and that he passed away suddenly of an aneurysm and he and it was so ironic wait wait wait. so this was not your family member this was just someone no it was a family member of the the of the guy oh so his sending me his information to remove him from the oh no (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) wow it was it was probably his wife who is like, oh, I'm going to show him. He died. Don't email him oh, anymore. <laughs> no. That's what was crazy. really funny, what was really funny is, because he was pretty high profile, but what was really oh. funny is that I researched the information to make sure he really was dead, and it wasn't exactly what you said. Somebody found his email, right? Mm-hmm. So he wasn't and I dead. I researched the information, and he really did. Oh, oh no. okay. He really did pass away, but ironically, he was very high profile in Chicago. And it was really funny is because he had just been on a television show with the president of the United States. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. Rest in peace. I know. But it was like kind of scary because I thought, I wonder how many people have passed and i have no idea they've passed but anyway that's another story we don't need that but that's not about the highest traffic the highest traffic <laughs> <laughs> that is that is very interesting though wow but congratulations on your hundred thousand mark yeah well you know like i said i hope they're all alive and well but you know anyway exactly okay um what are some red flags the ladies should look out for when attempting to screen and schedule a client for a booking. Obviously, they need to just call you. Uh, but, la- mm-hmm. but let's say, let's say you were just, you know, in over your head with all these, you know, screening stuff, and she needed to do it quickly. What yeah. is what are some red okay, flags? Okay, this is what I say. I say lack of information is your biggest red flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they like omit something or they change it to you, I've had people give me an application. And then they halfway through midstream said, oh, this is the right information. And I'm like, you know what? You've already made yourself a mark because I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so if, if, they, if they change their information or they leave out key elements or they don't give you enough to verify them, this is drawing a big red bullseye on their back. And I would say those type of people are a waste of time or they're never going to comply mm-hmm. not that you can't turn them around but also is it the time and effort to turn them around because yeah you know it takes we're a third party screening service so it helps a little bit because you know as you say we have no skin in the game they know i'm mm-hmm. not gonna I'm not going to hurt them. I'm not going to come after them. Like many people have fears of what. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, their fears are unwarranted, but go on. (laughs) But they realize that they, no, I have no skin in the game. So I just want their information and you lie to me. You're really going to be screwed. However, Mm -hmm. if you give me your information and I verify you, I can, I can make it somewhat painless. (laughs) (laughs) and but i also have told people point blank i'm sorry i can't help you and then i suddenly well what can i do what can i give you what can i have you know oh all of a sudden they're they're trying to come through with their more more oh i hate those kind of people actually 
I feel sorry for ladies that have to do their own screening because it's time consuming. It's annoying. Uh, well, it's, it's the, annoying for the ones that don't give you everything right. that you've literally oh, yeah. made it easy for them to give you. It's like, come on. Right. And what's really interesting, I think, when you have to deal with them, the ones that are going to actually go, the, the, the provider that's actually going to go on the appointment, if they've given you a bad time, how can you change your attitude after you screen them, how can you change your attitude so it doesn't affect your appointment? I just don't exactly because once you're annoyed, you're just like, Ugh. you know, Ex- they yeah. have no they, idea. It, they ruin it for life. <laughs> they really, they are. They really are. So, so on that. Wait, note, wait, wait. What... I actually have a quick story. So, <laughs> this actually, this guy is not a client of mine for like three, going on four years now. Really good client, but the first time he contacted me for a booking. I think he had references or whatever. And then he was on P4 on one or something, whatever. But then when I, and, but the, but he still had to give me his legal name. Right. Because I always check ID when I, when I get there because you are a good girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just because, you know, you got screened on P4 on one and you, you'll be surprised. Some girls don't even know their real information. But I still I still asked for that, even though like the references were people that I knew personally. So I knew he was good. And then, of course, P4 on one helped. But I still asked for your real information because I'm going to check when I get there. Mm-hmm. Plus, he was in the hotel. So I, I always call the room before I even because it was alcohol. And I call and the lady is like, I'm sorry, there is no one here by that name. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. And I went and I looked and I saw that he had changed one letter of his last name even though the email he he emailed me from his work email had his actual name on it but i'm just i'm just like what like in the email address i'm just like why did you i i called him i'm like why he was like oh i'm so i was nervous i'm like dude your name is in your email (laughs) like why did you do this to yourself? I mean, it turned out he was just ner- a nervous wreck and was apologizing. And then, of course, when I get there, everything's good. And now he's been my client for years. But guys do dumb shit like that. Granted, his was ugh, whatever. But guys will try to do that thinking, oh, maybe she won't catch it or whatever. Well, and it ends up biting them in the ass because the girl's just like, okay. Another thing, guys will give a different email. I mean, they'll put a different name in their email. So I have women verifying a guy and they will send the correct information about them, but they will use the name that's in the email. Oh, no. And I'm like, this is not his legal name. No, you know? no. And so, but, and, and even, well, even, Girls will say, well, I'm, I want to, you know, report, which they can do, which we appreciate that when they do, you know, I hope it doesn't happen often, but if they have something to report and they'll give me his email name and it's not his real name. Well, I'm like, that doesn't tell me anything. I can't, I can't do anything about it. So if you do not stress that you deal with real names. Yes. Real life information, because I will check like that's like bold letters. So you can't even lie about this stuff you know but i I mean i don't know what they're smoking like i don't i I can't explain it what do you really think we're gonna do with your information (sighs) oh bob doe from accounting just sent me his stuff hmm maybe i should send it to his wife who i don't know 
but I could do some, <laughs> but I could do some research and drive by their house and yell his name out, his full name. Bob Doe wants to fuck me. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what do they think is going to happen? I don't. I. <clears throat> I do think. I mean, I understand their trepidation because they're a little bit, you know, like you said, nervous and and they're scared. They're not that like, nervous because they're fine just showing up. And but, sticking their penis wherever. They don't give a shit. But, but they but, but their actual name. Oh my God. Uh, uh, oh my God. But they're fine just showing up to some random hotel and banging some girl they just met at the bar and no names exchanged. Asking asking for bareback services. You know, they're, they're, they're not nervous about that, but oh my God. My actual name? <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> what the fuck? So weird. <laughs> so it's fucking so, weird. I mean, I'm just like, what? Like, I don't want the attention. So, what am I going to do with your information exactly. that will remove me from everything and not bring any attention to myself? I don't understand yeah, it. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so, since we're talking about screening, Kathy, what's the worst thing you've ever found out about a client during a screening process? <laughs> well, Actually, there hasn't been horrible things. Probably some of the more embarrassing things is like your girlfriend's husband is joining. <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Your girlfriend's what, husband your, is like, joining. Like, like, your, like, like your, your friend? friend? Yeah. Oh, like your- no! <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez, <laughs> oh, freaking Louise. And, um... And, you know, and, or, you know, or like some distant relatives joining and, and I'm like, oh my God. Oh know. no. <laughs> oh my God. That is Obviously too funny. Obviously you don't say anything. Oh, never, never. Okay. No, no, of course not. I mean, no. cause you know, it's her girlfriend. So I don't, well, doesn't no. matter. Doesn't matter. It's just business. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't, you know, I just, and because I'm also then breaking my code of ethics that I said, you know, we don't share information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We don't share information. And I mean, it's, I mean, let's be this honest. This is real life, folks. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, do you really want to get, has it ever worked out for any woman in history to tell their friend about something that nope. their husband or boyfriend is doing? Because they no. end up hating yeah. never. They hate you for ruining their make-believe life. So just let them. They'll find that eventually. But and, it sure as hell won't all right, be for the me. The deed is already done. Like, you can't, it's already you can't done, take exactly. it back. You know, you can't right. go back in time and, and not let him sign up. So, oh, well. Yeah. I say I say at least he's being safe, as safe as possible. Exactly. Right. That, and you know, I that's would like, rather, in a personal situation, if you were asking me in my personal life, mm-hmm. I would rather have anybody that was closely con- related or connected to me or significant other or whatever I would rather have them see a provider same that's what I said then have a same. relationship at the office mm-hmm. so yeah messy. messy boots it gets so messy mm. absolutely mm. messy um, Betty okay but uh, but the one thing that was really shocking to me when I get this application and I go, God, this name sounds so familiar. I think he might be a member already. So, cause the name sounded so familiar. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no. So I, I proceed to continue the verification and during the verification, this person 
is someone that is quite famous. I mean, like, we're not talking just a little bit famous. Oh, we're talking- wow. Wow. And anyway, but what was so impressive to me, what just shocked me beyond shock, is that he had no issues giving me all his information. But that's always the case, isn't it? Always. It's always the high profile, like people that actually have shit to lose. They literally first email, boom, 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 but, boom, boom. But his concern was that he was staying safe and he was making sure that the girl was going to feel comfortable. Because don't you think if you got that name and you recognize the famous name, mm-hmm. you would go, oh my God, you know? Well, dep- like, depends on who the person is. No, <laughs> well, usually, usually I'm looking like, okay, yeah, thanks for pretending to be, you know, so-and-so famous person. Like, I don't usually believe them anyway. It very rarely happens, so. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, when I... to drop that FaceTime on me real quick. Well, I have to tell you a quick story. I'll make it very fast, but... No, it's fine. I was, I was back in the day, back, 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 back in the day, okay? I was given, uh, which I was against my principles but it was an agency and they said you're going to the park hyatt and you are going to go see this and they gave me a generic name i knew the name wasn't real right you know i knew it was a fake name <laughs> so anyway Bob and it John was like the penthouse suite, you know it was the very best suite in the hotel okay, that doesn't suck so no 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 the, the the appointment was not bad don't get me wrong but i knew i wasn't going i knew i wasn't going to the person Mm-hmm. the name that they gave me so I walk in and there's this extremely eccentric person gives me a dozen roses you know blow, blow. anyway charming and he, and he was on the phone but I'm looking around and I'm like oh my god this guy is a musician he's got all this stuff in here here won't say who he was but here he had just done a concert in Chicago that night and I don't know, I suppose his agent or somebody contacted the agent. It's always their handler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm laughing because, you know, if in this day and age, I wouldn't have gone because I didn't have the real name, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. It depends on the agency you're working for. Yeah. Now, there's some quote unquote, you wouldn't even call them agencies. Just say madams. And they mm-hmm. have their own list. Right. Of course, like if you guys had that contract or whatever, and all she deals with is um, celebrities and heads of state, you're not going to be all like, eh, she sending because she doesn't advertise online. She's strictly off her list, like a, you know, like a Heidi Fleiss type deal. Right. That, that, that <laughs> that's was, a name that from the a, past, honey. <laughs> yep. That's, that's a different ballgame. <laughs> but any Joe Blow five by night agency that advertises online, yeah, you you got to be more careful than that, for sure. Right, right. For sure, for sure. Okay, so why is it important to use a screening service like yours? This is the time for you to promote yourself. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, okay, so I mentioned before we're third party, so we really have no interest in harming the client in any way. Not that um, we, we just, do either. Just yeah, putting no, it out I don't there. feel, I don't feel, <laughs> I would say 99.9% of the, providers do not want that there's always someone that oh that's a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs right right but but hopefully we're not dealing with them but anyway so in this era the importance of screening is like so important and i wish the clients realize that if they don't screen they're really you know spiting themselves because they're not going to get the quality provided nope nope no, they're not. 
And we stress that we do not contact your, we do not contact, we do not contact employers. We do not call you at inappropriate times. We, we just want to verify you that you are a hundred percent who Who you say say you are. are. Now, even with a hundred percent accuracy, I can't guarantee you it's going to be a wonderful appointment. Yeah, because he, he, right. he could like, you know, want you to smell his feet the whole appointment. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> but at least, but at least you know whose feet you're smelling. That's true. It's very awkward, but very, very true. I literally pulled that one out my ass. <laughs> literally. That was I good though. That was good. I'm literally about to, uh, oh God, toss my salad, but that doesn't sound good either. <laughs> no, that's more normal. But, but no, but like the actual sexual act of tossing salad. That's more normal than some guy wanting you to smell his feet the whole appointment. Uh, I'd probably <laughs> rather smell feet than yeah. look somebody's asshole. Oh, but no, anyway, no, no. no the other was... way around, the other way. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was eat- I was eating a salad before we started recording. Yeah. Now I'm about to throw it up. You Let's move poor on. Thing. Let's move on. Okay, oh my okay. God. but that is, that is subjects. my concern: is we 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 don't cause anyone any harm. We are very um, non-intrusive, but we do demand the facts. And if we don't get the facts, not alternative get- facts. The real right. facts. <laughs> yeah. And then and I tell and I tell the providers that this is their information and it's factual, but I'm gonna maybe share information with you that has been passed back to me, but this is for you to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And so that is what you use as a tool. So not only does I think our verification service and our screening service is a is a um is a method for screening, but it's also for a tool because over the years we accumulate tidbits of information and you can then gather your own consensus. Do Is this going to be a fit for me or is it not going to exactly. be? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Cause you can be like, he's great, pays everything. However, you know, he has this thing where he wants you to wear a, a fursuit and dance around all night. <laughs> if that's yeah. what you're into. <laughs> furries yeah. <laughs> if that's what you're into go ahead get right ahead yeah and and then the, you know the, the, as they say there's always a lid for every kettle so there might be someone out there for him wait, but... wait, wait, wait a lid for every kettle <laughs> yeah that's I what i say i don't get it <laughs> no i mean there's always someone that i mean i, I get that part i just don't yeah. understand how you would put a lid on a cattle as in cows kettle. And... Kettle. oh cattle, cattle. Oh my God! I'm like, what? <laughs> Jesus. Anywho, moving on. Next. Moving question. on. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. Are, so, are there any other important tidbits you would like to share with our listeners that we haven't touched on? Well, you've really done a really good job, girls. <laughs> Thank you. We know how to get the information, information. out of you. You did excellent. You covered almost everything. I did. Ha- I would say, years and years ago. There was a very wise old lady that kind of groomed me for this business. She was one of my first phone operators and I got to know her and, and she gave me a lot of different, different bits of advice. But one of the things that she would said to me is always go with your gut instincts mm-hmm. and you will most likely find them always to be true. 
Yep. And I have passed this along to many other people throughout my years is, you know, go with your guts. And if your gut is telling you something, stick to that because your gut's your guardian angel. Yeah, that's nice. But, but we've very true. We've said it. We've said it on the show many times. Mm-hmm. Always go. But with here your are gut. some, uh, you know, reinforcing uh, person to tell you again. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, okay. You just shared that. Now we need you to leave our listeners, the guys and the girls with some parting advice. Okay. Well, I would say in this industry, this industry is a business Mm -hmm. for the providers and yet it is a pastime for the clients, Mm -hmm. but both parties really need to respect and honor each other because if, that is gone basically there is i just think if you don't respect that this business is a i mean this industry is a business for the ladies and that we don't realize that these clients are you know spending an afternoon evening weekend whatever you know if we don't respect that and honor that we kind of like um you know lose the meaning of the whole concept of our industry exactly yes so respect each other i like that yes respect please. And honor. not just respect <clears throat> but honor. honor when when someone tells you something honor what they're saying and 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 respect it and and i think it would go a whole lot farther than what we see sometimes unless they give you wrong information then you know fuck oh, them. no no but that's, that's part of honor, I mean, right. that's in the guidelines yes that's that after you've already given your real information then yes. respect and honor yes. i like that a lot mm-hmm. okay so how can our listeners contact you to place an ad on your website well our website does have an advertising link right at the top of the header which has and um, we are going to leave that in the show notes yes okay Mm -hmm. all right yes and and actually we're having our 20 year anniversary right now oh happy anniversary we rolled back we rolled back Uh, i found the old old price list we didn't have as many packages back then so we took those packages and put what we had back in 1998 on the same price and they're there that way till the end of the year wait Wait, what? I'm sorry. So now we can get it at your 19 something price. 1998. Yeah, the oh, packages I'm, that we had. I'm sorry. The ads Let me go on here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, guys, I might, I might be coming to Chicago. <laughs> You're gonna well, go to Chicago for a week, right? Anyway. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in Chicago soon, but I might want to do like a world, you know, United States thing. If it's, yeah. let's see, where is it though? It's on, in under advertising. Uh, but oh, okay. I also have it on the, I've also listed on Twitter and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. But, oh, okay. but it's, it's the ads you'll see. There was only, I think, eight, um, actually, I can send you an email too. But um, the, um, in fact, I was going to make a post tonight, but um, the. We'll retweet it. Yeah, the ads are, the ads are changed already on the site. You'll notice it because you don't see $50 ads too often anymore. No. <laughs> Oh, I but, see. I see. Okay, yeah. look at you. I might yeah, go so ahead and do it for like back. six months and whatnot. Cause no, no, not the ones that we never had. We didn't have them <laughs> Damn we you, Kelly. 
Kathy, damn you. Damn me. But I tell you what, email me about the luncheons and uh, there is an incentive to have a luncheon and you'll get some really good savings there too. Okay. Okay. I, so, I mean, I didn't know you were open to any of this stuff until I No, it's just roll it. We're rolling it out in, in your door. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely let you know and keep you posted for sure. It's, we're rolling it out in 2019. Okay. Um, actually, it's starting this month, but uh, it's not good. We're going to like work out the kinks first before we start really pushing it. Okay. Um, but you can email me at adminbykathy at pm.me um, or Kelly, who's in charge of advertising. And she's ads with Kelly at pm.me. Thank you so much, Kathy, for yes, thank coming you. on the show and being transparent. So that way, the hopefuls, the people already in the business know that we're all people behind the screen. Yes. Which is yes. what we wanted to, to do. I really want to thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. And in the next year, like I said, we're going to roll out a lot of new things in 19. 19- um, 2019. She said Party like it's 1999. <laughs> no, That'll be in about another month when we have New Year's Eve. Exactly. But, but anyway, I, I really hope to meet many of you in person. I hope to talk to you. I hope to listen to your concerns. I'm not going to say I can be the Band-Aid, but I certainly will try to be, you know, the fixer. Okay. Well, thank well, you thank so you much. So Enjoy much. The we rest appreciate. We and appreciate you taking the time. On your podcast, I find them very interesting. I have to learn how to do them. Only. Hey, oh, it's well, actually very you. easy. Just email me if you want to do yours. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Have Kathy. a good night, ladies. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was pretty amazing. I mean. Would anybody else come on the show and do that? Like, what, do you do you think we can? Maybe I'll contact Arrows and see if they want to come on the show and tell us. No, why Arrows. I was gonna say Arrows <laughs> probably wouldn't be as fun because they would be in the they'll hot like, seat. Uh, like, I would be we, like, we've "Why been, are we've you been fucking bothering?" No, no, and they'll be like, oh, "I'm sorry, we've been advised we cannot answer that. We can, we can, we can neither admit or deny." Oh God, no! She was so much fun, and uh, yeah, I'm you can excited. tell she's an OG for sure. I, but I'm really excited that uh, she's in 2019. She's going to be doing luncheon. So, if I ever get a fly me to you to Chicago, Chicago, what's I think up, you guys? Go Come anyway. on. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, whatever, but I would love to meet her and have lunch with her. She just seems like such a fun time. So yeah, she does. And then, you know, just talk to her about how things were versus now, like definitely want to pick her brain. Yes. But in any case, let's end on a positive note. Any last words? As always, keep it sexy. In honor of my uh, future daddy, Bill Maher, I'm going to start doing a (laughs) new rules segment at the end of some of our shows. Depending on how I feel, I might do it all the time. Lols. So, new rule. Every time a potential client emails a companion with available now, Lucifer himself will appear and fly him straight to hell. <laughs> where he will where he will relive the nightmare of demons saying, Yes, I'm available now, and forcing their dicks down his throat. This will happen for 72 hours straight, and that will teach him a lesson. <laughs> oh, if only this could happen in right? real life. And for the ladies, new rule. If you're going to humble brag, please do it the right way. 
for those of you who don't know what that is, humble brag is when you post uh, something on social media, but the caption sounds something like poetry. For example, a lady could post a picture of herself surrounded by Chanel shopping bags with the caption, last night I dreamt of nightingales dancing around me in a circle. It was magical indeed, or some bullshit like that. The wrong way would be a girl posting a picture of herself and her lubes with the red bottoms directly pointed to the camera <laughs> with the same caption. Remember, humble bragging is an art form, so make sure you do it justice. Get out there and prosper, ladies. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Before you go, guys, please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and like us on SoundCloud. And whatever platform you're listening to us on, either like us or leave us a review. This helps people find our show. You can now download every single episode free of charge. That way you can listen to us even if you don't have an internet connection. We love getting your questions and suggestions, so please keep them coming. Our email is info at thesexyescortguide.com. Our number to text is 657-464-4675. You can also mention us on Twitter with the hashtag TSEGP. And you can follow us on social media, Instagram at TSEGP and Twitter at TSEG Podcast. You can join our mailing list so that you can be the first to hear breaking news and exciting stories. Our website, of course, is thesexyescortguide.com. And of course, please follow us, your lovely hosts. You can follow me, Vivian, on both Twitter and Instagram at ExoticVivian. Or you can type it into your browser, twitter.com slash ExoticVivian and instagram.com slash ExoticVivian. And you can follow me, Chantal, on Twitter at Chantal underscore Etoile and on Instagram at Chantal Etoile. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. We truly appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, stay ravishing and receptive.